Hey everyone, this is Phil and Lola of the Capes and Lunatics podcast. You're listening to Into the Night, the the Moon Knight podcast. Welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 173, and you are with your high priestess, Conchi Ray. Welcome, uh, and tonight, for your listening pleasure, we have a couple of great co-hosts returning to the show. Uh, one of them is the other high priest of Conchu, Rebecca, and OG co-host. Rebecca, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> it's been a long time, and I've missed you all. So. Yeah, no, it's it's great to have you. I'm very excited to to chat about uh, not only our comic book review, but um, some other stuff just just happening in around the traps for for Moon Knight. So a big welcome back, and also our loony extraordinaire and audio commentator. Now the power of Chad. Chad, welcome back. Hello. Hello, hello. And uh, and loony listeners, you may know if you do look out the window in the night sky, you will see it is a waxing crescent. And Conchu decrees that for this episode, we do a Lunar Pick Modern Run review. So tonight, we'll be looking at Moon Knight Volume 6, Issue 9, uh, still called First Story. I guess it's that's what it says on Wiki. But um, yeah, we'll get cracking into that. That should be a good one. Three minds, one run. How does it all you know, pan out. Uh, a big thank you to our... Sounds pro- like the podcast there. Three minds, one run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually, it actually does. Um, a, a big thank you to our Patronis as well, uh, our fellow uh, tier members, co-producers and executive producers. Uh, thank you so much for contributing to the show. It really does help uh, and it helps expand the show as well. So a huge thank you to the likes of Dustin, Justin, Derek, Wayne, Jordan, Josh, James, Russell and Anthony and a, a big shout again to Justin the Owl who was on last week. It was a lot of fun speaking to him for the very first time over the airwaves. Uh, also a big thank you to Hello Headphones, Empowering Gamers to Play at Their Best and Dreamland Comics from Illinois, the superhero superstore. So... Welcome aboard, Rebecca and Chad. This is cool. We've had a bit of a chat already offline slash, you know, recording for the Patroonies. Um, uh, what, um, I know you've been really busy, Rebecca, but uh, anything anything else happened exciting over the last few weeks for you? Uh, <laughs> What's you on the spot? I'm really busy. <laughs> yeah, just busy, yeah. I bought a lot of Kickstarter comics. Oh, uh, awesome. And I uh, hope to read some of them. So, uh, Fantastic. Uh, this is my first day off in like a couple of weeks. So, yeah, I think after this, there will be some reading. Okay. And I've been catching up on a lot more indie stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, buying a lot and looking at these two piles, and occasionally I just put a big pile in front of myself and say, Try and read some of that. <laughs> um, how do you just... always work. Yeah, I mean, just out of curiosity as well, how do you, I don't know, pick and choose your Kickstarter like comics? Well, it's that got you... really weird this year because, like, um, the postal 
like the post's gone up a lot. Yeah. For some of them. So I haven't done any of the big name American ones because the postage is usually like the same for the postage as for the book. Mm-hmm, It'd be mm-hmm. the same for you in Australia, I imagine. Yeah. Yep. So, so like, you know, like I can't, I don't have the money to spend $20 on a book and then pay 20 to $25 mm-hmm. shipping. Yep. So a lot of them have just been the British um, indie comic scene that I kind of know some of the people or they're friends of friends. Oh, great. And or they'll suggest ones uh, or people I've seen at cons. Yep. And they all seem to put stuff out this year, which is not that surprising given our very long lockdown. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, gosh, you know, how's that going? People, Jeez. You know, well, we're now on lockdown two. So yeah, this is lockdown, yeah. Uh, but our first one was three months, and now we're in another month. Gosh. So I think in that three months, a lot of people who couldn't work or didn't have work, um, if they happened to be, or just had more time because they weren't commuting and stuff it wasn't so much that it created it had it it made people more creative i think it just gave them a bit of time a bit more time to make some money yeah yeah. so and on the flip side i had this i was saying to earlier i had this crazy period in the first start of the first lockdown where uh i was extraordinarily busy with work like we just kept there was nobody else to ask to do stuff and we were getting new projects mm-hmm. and i was doing so i was just like well if i'm gonna spend money i'd like it to go to people who are like not doing so well right now so mm-hmm. which meant kickstarter became more of a focus because it's getting money directly into people's hands yeah and so i just so i've just keep getting this stuff that i didn't even know i backed I keep getting these emails from kick- like I I think before this year I'd only backed three or four <laughs> kickstarters. And all of a sudden there's like a delivery a week, you know. So um, uh, yeah. So that's been kind of fun. Oh, no. But um, yeah. So that's what I've been doing. Yeah, great. Mostly. Buying it, indie it, comics that I either have the time to read or don't. Yeah, I mean, before I forget as well. Um, so with Kickstarter, Rebecca, is what that you know you you do a pledge and that helps raise the funds to do it. Is there any still any way to support those sorts of people? Because I was thinking if you um, pass on the the information to me, I can put the links in the show notes to help. Yeah, I mean po- most of the most Kickstarters will have a tier which is just donate a dollar or a pound because you mm-hmm. like the project. Yeah. So there's always kind of, but a lot of them have like you know two or three pounds to get the digital copy yes and then so that that way you don't have shipping so yeah. i'll do that sometimes for the american ones okay but yeah it's, it's and like they all have this kind of if they reach a certain point then then it'll happen yeah <laughs> i think some of them you back them thinking maybe it won't happen but i'll back it anyway <laughs> you and then it does you give yeah. yourself like the thousand dollar thousand dollar tier it happens. Yeah, um, pretty much. Well, the uh, the Keanu Reeves had like a thousand dollar tier, so you laugh, but there was there was one. Oh, was that uh, the Berserker one? The bez- yeah, 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 yeah. I think like for a thousand dollars, whatever, you could have yourself written into a panel. Wow. Like that, yeah. Jeez. But let's see. Say for that one, like the shipping was so grotesque. Oh. That I was just like, even if I was interested, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. But I'm not going to pay seventy five dollars for shipping for three three trades that i won't get till 2022 yeah that that is a downside yeah yeah that is a downside of being you know on the other side of the world and and postage it's the same with me Uh, i mean i'm just so glad that you've um uh spoken about kickstarter 
because I, I'm supporting mine as well. I want to give a quick shout out. I might as well do it now before I forget. Yeah. Uh, crossover Division. That's uh, by Will Allred. Uh, he's one of the, the co-hosts on the Quantum Zone, the Quasar podcast. Uh, really cool, a fun idea about two guys. Uh, things where, I guess, realities from um, from from classic literature or, or, or different tales, like, say, The Wizard of Oz or Dracula, um, cool. they, they have this crossover with reality and these guys have to kind of do something in order that it doesn't happen. Uh, really, it sounds like a really cool premise, but exactly like you say, it's cost me more to actually have it posted over to Australia than my actual debt. I would have loved to have gone for a higher tier, but... Um, I'm already paying like over double than than what. Yeah, 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 and I think I think people doing Kickstarters understand that. Yeah, for sure. It just it just means that a lot of the big ones that I would have liked to support, I'd be yeah. like, you know what? And a lot of the big ones will end up in shops anyway. So yeah, you know, yeah, and you can support them. Just through gotta that. get just gotta get past that kind of comic collector of I yeah. need the best thing or mm-hmm. buy what you can. Well, if you do share the the, the links, um, listeners, it will be in the show notes. Go check it out. Consider supporting these independent comics because it is a really good cause. And as Rebecca said, I mean, with the current climate, you know, around the world, uh, it will really help um, creators, um, you know, keep on doing what they love doing. Um, and and Chad, uh, how about you? I heard a bit of. I don't know if you want to, you know. Um, expound on it but um how have you been the last uh, couple of weeks or so things looking good yep um, i had a job interview this morning after mm-hmm. i got off work and it seemed to go really well nice and... one good luck yeah thanks yeah well hopefully I, transferring I what was that i said i hope it goes really well yes um Chad, are you still there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's it. I mean, a good if you if you come away with a good feeling, that's uh, you know that's one step. At least you know the worst would be going out just going. Oh, I just I totally botched it. So um, yeah, best of luck with that, Chad. I mean, that, I know that that's been something that you've been working towards for for a while. And um, I mean, yeah. If, if the employers are listening, hire the man. Fingers crossed. Hired him. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But uh, doing any reads, Chad, or anything like that, or watching anything of note lately? Uh, my wife and I have been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. It's especially yes. hilarious. Um, yeah. Let's see. We've been looking at Cracking Open Misfits again. It's okay. kind of like a teen superhero thing, but they're all Is like young defenders. Is that a UK? British. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's got, oh, it's got the guy from Game of Thrones. Um, it's got the guy yeah. from Game of Thrones. It's got the guy yeah. from Umbrella Academy, and ah. it's got the guy from Preacher as well. Oh, okay. I'll add. I'll add. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, Springboard. That's in the last episode. All right. Oh, cool. Well, Misfits. Uh, that sounds good. I have never. I've only seen the the cover to the the DVD or the the Blu-ray of it. It's very. It's very fun. It is uh, okay. Very, yeah, if you imagine like British sarky teens who all, you know, <laughs> getting getting powers and what they'd actually do with them. Yeah, so it's kind of. Oh, nice, nice one. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, as mentioned as well, I've been trying to support someone on Kickstarter, which is pretty cool. I've just been reading some old comics, 
um, you know, just works usual as it is. But um, yeah. we were talking before a bit before um, Colin Barnes. I've been reading some of his old Deadpool, Deadpool Back in Black, uh, and uh, and also oh, that's a series. That's good. Mm. Yeah, did you like it? Um, I liked the beginning of it a lot. It was yeah, a little uh, bit bonkers, but like it, it was good. It was good, yeah. I mean, they were all kind of there were five parts, and they were all kind of standalone-ish, except for like the last part, which tied everything up. But I really liked. It. There was one in the the issue three, which had Black Cat and um, White Rabbit uh, in there, and uh, it was exceptionally fun. I thought, uh, yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Uh, so just been reading some of the old stuff, you know, just on Marvel Unlimited, and uh, a little shout out to Capes and Lunatics because uh, I do love leaving feedback to them. So they were reviewing it, uh, but also I did read uh, a Superman comic by by Dan Jurgens, and um, in the nineties, and also, dare I say, I'm going to get it out of the way, Batman, a Detective Comics thing, um, Anarchy. Uh, Six oh eight, six oh nine. I'm not sure. Oh, I know of Anarchy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does does he come back or like? I'm sure there's no spoilers because. Okay. Don't quote me. Okay, because he seemed like a big character, but the two issues I read, it it pretty much is a wrap up. So I thought, oh, okay, well, but I guess nothing really wraps up in comics. I'm pretty sure there was some some excitement about him coming back at some point. Okay. I'm guessing that means, um, you know me, I don't really follow DC. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, unless, it's doing, unless it's Midnighter. Oh, yes. <laughs> of course. Hey, Midnighter's coming back. Yeah, in Future yeah, State, right? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks like a promising... It does, but it just looks expensive, so I'm ah. going to have to limit myself. But yeah, yeah. And the, do you I mean, have to get them all? Sorry, I have to get the mid. No, no, you don't. Okay, so it's but, not like, one of those. There's a lot of ones. No, no, but there's probably a lot of ones I would try. Okay. If it wasn't just going to rack up the cost and yeah, so I'll be limiting myself. Okay. Maybe not just midnight. I think there were some other ones I was interested in, but that's definitely the top one. All <laughs> oh, right. Always the top one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking of getting the Wonder Woman one. I do. I always like um. Uh, and I've look... still not read a Wonder Woman comic. Oh, I haven't. Um, the Greg Rucker run is is really cool. I've read that. That's um. I have heard, but yeah. I, I should. And I don't know that's if that. Really yeah, I don't know if that's like the the best one or, or whatever. Um, and all the others aren't as good. But I've heard Gal Simone's pretty good as well, and and I like her uh, her writing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but anyway, the, the Future State. Yeah, I, I thought it would be a good opportunity to dip into DC with that kind of thing. Um, but... I think so, yeah, I think so. And also, I like that they're trying out a lot of new writers and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, which is very encouraging. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, new to them, writers, I should say. Mm, yeah, yeah. Gives gives them a little bit of scope to kind of mm-hmm. flex their muscles, show what they got as well. Yeah. Um, anyway, for White Noise, Loonies, we've got a couple of new, bits of news here, one courtesy of Rebecca. Uh and so this is the first time, and I know I've seen these things about Rebecca, but uh, it's the first time I've seen it actually advertised and seen as limited editions and stuff like that. But um, Yeah, I was really shocked. Mm. I was like, um, I, I don't even, oh, I saw somebody make some reference to, no, I was trying to find out if they had officially announced the actor for Moon Knight on, oh. after the, well, on the day that I said. Yes. Right. This yeah. is how this is how stupidly this came about. So I just did a search for Moon Knight on Twitter, and yeah. that was the first thing that came up. And I went, "Huh, 
That's pretty cool. Because a friend of mine just sent me the Goose one that mm-hmm. he got as a special offer when he went to see Captain Marvel. So we're talking about, what, Ooh. a year and a half ago? Two years yeah, ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's finally sent me it. So I've, I've now seen a fig pin and then to suddenly yeah. have that come up and then... Uh, yeah, so to apologise to the people that I didn't explain that it was just this kind of slightly oversized badge, yeah. but it's kind of funky that they're doing a Moon Knight one, like not oh, yeah. out of nowhere. Clearly, they know there's heightened interest with the film and with the the show, but yeah. I'm surprised they're not waiting till nearer the show. Yeah, I mean, because it's still a while away. Especially as they announce it as like characters we all love, and it's yeah. like I know, very I random. Mean, I love him. That's yeah. fine, but like it's it's an interesting selection of characters. Yeah. Like, like have him like, next to Iron Iron yeah. Man and Spider Man. Spider Man and Hulk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you have you and have Spider Man. You have yeah. You have Spider Man, Hulk, and you have Sleepwalker. All your favorites. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I think I think maybe Moon Knight's very distinctive look is doing a lot of work yeah. there for getting him into those things. But you know, right. it, it was exciting to actually be able to say, look, there's some actual news, and, yeah. and hopefully we'll get a lot more of that. So yeah. oh no, for sure. So um, and again, this has been in our group and posted up. So it is Fig Pin and exclusive. Uh, there are some exclusive exclusive pins, limited edition to two thousand, and they're available available for pre order at figpin.com. And as we've mentioned, one of them is Moon Knight. Um, we've got Iron Man, Spider Man, Hulk as well. So uh, get in quick. It says it's the pre orders start on Wednesday the eighteenth, which is has just passed actually. As you as you listen to this, or if you're in the US, it's towards the end of the 18th for you so yeah that's a, what i find rebecca the most hilarious was the idea of you having a look at the the calendar gone and rolling the dice going oh this is the date that i, I chose and you I, I having a check on like <laughs> well it's because it was the disney investor meeting so i did pick ah, sensibly wow okay i was like so i was like oh did they actually announce it like so it was, it was a bit of like oh i picked that date but i was like kind of looking yeah. to see what they announced with yeah. the investor day it was like pretty much nothing yeah but yeah um, had a bit of a cheeky look to see Doing. Yeah, and that just came up. So. Um, just so people know, I'm not always finding these things. No, no, it's, it's very good actually. A lot of luck. Yeah, I, I want to get one as well. It all depends on again, you know. As long as it doesn't cost a hundred dollars to post over, I'm, I you know what? Okay. I did a test. I did a test purchase yeah. on a Baby Yoda one, and yeah. they don't ship outside. The, they don't. They only. Oh the what? Oh okay. Yeah. Well, how about you, Chad? Are you gonna Are you gonna partake in pinning Moon Knight to your? To your collar? I don't think so. Not really much of like a badge guy, except for like you know, on my jacket. You know, I just don't want to lose those things. Oh yeah, true. I I totally feel you. Like the only people I know who really collect them have um, like sashes to to put all their badges oh, okay. on. They don't wear them. Um, right. But no, I totally get it. I literally would not be. I I have very few. For the same reason, I just uh, think either the cat will knock them around the room, yeah. or they're or like all the ones I have are in a drawer because when we first got Ozzy, he was very interested in them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> of course. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're all hidden in different drawers around the house. Yeah. So occasionally, when I want to try and find one, it's very hard. Oh no! I always think of Rick from the Young Ones with badges 
When, any mention of badges, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. the whole is a uh, people poets I society. Love have a young ones reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever Ashes. The young ones. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, he actually did have lots of uh, badges. Yeah, yeah. He was part of every society. I think at university, wherever he went. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, the, another bit of news. Now, this came from discussing film. And it goes into, again, I'm not too sure how much confirmation this all is, but it does certainly sound convincing. Uh, so apparently there's some production tidbits as well. So um, we have Gregory Middleton as a cinematographer for apparently the, the Moon Knight TV show on Disney+. Plus. Uh, so he served on movies such as Make Your Move, Final Girl, American Woman, and a Babysitter's Guide to Monster Hunting. That sounds like a an Oscar winner, that one. Uh Anyway, he's uh, most known for his work on TV. Oh, Misfits. Uh, he, he did uh, yeah. the pilot episode to The Misfits and Broken, as well as Watchmen, Game of Thrones, and Fringe. So far out, he's kind of elevated. It's a pretty good, uh, it's a pretty good yeah. uh, back catalogue, especially with The Watchmen, which was just incredible. Oh, I yeah. just started watching Watchmen, and I gotta say, I'm blown away by it. Is is it mm-hmm. not such a? It just it's phenomenal, isn't it? It's crazy. It's 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 like mind blowing how good it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The quality just is how just well. It's... I mean, and I love Damon Lindelof, so I was gonna watch it regardless because The Leftovers mm. is like my favorite. Like, I think it's like one of the top TV shows. Of, right. Um, yeah. Currently, or of that sort of period. And uh, so when I heard he was doing Watchmen, I was, I was like, apart from all the, uh, do I really want to watch a Watchmen show? Mm. The fact that he was doing it meant that I was going to watch it. Yeah. And it just blew me away. Yeah. It's a testament to the, the quality of the, you know, the, the showrunner. If you're, regardless yeah. of the content, you're going you're gonna to watch it, you know, so yeah. that's pretty cool. Uh, Stefania Cella, I'm going to say, uh, is the production designer on Moon Knight. Um, so Chella's no stranger, apparently, to Marvel projects uh, and wrapped up her work as production designer on the Morbius film, which... Um, which, which none we're... of us have seen, so let's just not, hope yeah. it is. Let's, be, let's hope it's good, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't care. Let's hope it doesn't it, suck. I hope, I hope the... Produ- ah. <laughs> I, hope, <laughs> I hope the production design is good. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I can't say I'm looking... I can't say I'm like, you know hanging out for it but i'm looking forward to it i mean i think it'll be fun anyway to see i've got no no qualms with jared leto in the lead and and it kind of got me that last little teaser bit where his face turned into that more comic booky morbius i thought that was pretty cool so yeah that was good yeah so, i like yeah, that he got just, the pig snap yeah that's that key interested. yeah oh, like, i mean yeah, like, i can I understand that we'll too see it, and i'm not all that interested but we'll see yeah, <laughs> just, depends on how much you know. If they do g it up, and uh, you know, if it somehow, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, also, yeah, finally, more so much in the air with it all at the moment. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the whole thing about Black Widow and yeah, will that will yeah, that we'll this see. going to stream? Was it video get excited VOD? About films right now, generally, like, mm. we have no idea what's going on, and you know. Well, give, give us time to, to catch up. I've still got to watch Bloodshot. Yeah, so. oh, yeah don't worry about that yeah, too much, yeah, right? I, know, I know. I remember your comments on that. <laughs> I know I shouldn't say it. That's like, a shocker. No, I can imagine. I can I imagine. wait a little bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't prioritise that one. 
Um, and uh, the last bits of production, tidbits as I call it, in discussing film is that Moon Knight will be filmed in Budapest uh, and they go on to say that Oscar Isaac, who will star in the series, again, there's no real confirmation yet, but he's no stranger to Budapest as he, he filmed June there um, in the capital city. Uh, so they go June's on... So Sorry? Good. Is it? I mean, Budapest good no Budapest oh Budapest yeah. I love it it's like one of my favorite cities I'd love to go yeah I didn't I didn't go there on my John to so gorgeous right, like we went randomly because it was like we just before it properly opened up mm-hmm. so everything like we had to rely a lot on uh, Zoe speaking Russian and cool. German like the two languages and they have like but it's really fun they have like um we went to a communist themed <laughs> restaurant awesome <laughs> what does and, like, that mean? They, yeah. You know, well, the, the, it was just that it's really, it has all the big posters that they oh, took down okay. when just they propaganda, communism. Yeah yeah, 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 and like you know, like had goulash and like, and then um, <laughs> but we went to the Turkish bars as well, cool. and the architecture's amazing, and they have caves like really near the city that you can go in, and they also have this labyrinth that you could go around with an oil lamp at night. Oh, which was kind of incredible. And what else did we do there that was really bizarre? Just everything about it was just very friendly and, and very nice. And, oh, they did this, like, dark light stuff, and it was just really cool. I really enjoyed it. Oh, like Good as in... Bit. That sounds fun. Yeah, it does. Actually. Yeah. Well, let's hope the it's TV really, shows... really, nice <laughs> Yeah. So I hope we get to see some of the beautiful architecture. Yeah. No, that for sure. Because I can imagine it would be very different from the rest of, like, you know... Western Europe. I'm um, so interested in how they do it, mm. how they do movies. But I'm just trying not to dampen down any speculation. But I, I hope it is Oscar Isaac. And we yeah, have to remember so. that Marvel very rarely uh, actually come out and confirm these things. Yes. Like the first thing you'll see is sometimes on-set shots. So. Yeah, I I was listening to a podcast and they said that apparently. Um, Oh, well, no, uh, sorry, this is going a little bit different. It, it's um, to do with Tatiana Maslany's denial of being in, in She-Hulk. Yeah. But apparently Paul Rudd did that as well a couple of times. So Yeah, yeah, he did. And somebody yeah. else did it as well, quite famously. It's yeah. You know, it's down to NDAs and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like, if they're not allowed to officially say it, they'll say they're not. Or they'll say that that's not confirmed. Or mm-hmm. Well, they can't even say that really because... You know they'll say they'll say no because what's it matter? Like, yes, exactly. No one's really going to come and tell them off afterwards. But yeah, yeah, I, I mean, it's sounding likely that it's Oscar Isaac in that there's not mm. been an actual denial. Yep. And um, you know, people seem pretty sure it is, and it's pretty cool. I know there's a huge controversy, and I'm not going to touch it. Yeah. Oh. Come and ask me about it separately. Yeah, but, like, I, I think. I'm not yeah, I'd be I'd be happy to have Oscar Isaac as as Moon Knight. I mean, uh, again, you know, everyone will probably have their personal preference, and and like maybe a few others as well. If it turns out not to be true, and if it turns out that Oliver Jackson Cohen gets it, then I'd be pretty happy. But uh, if Oscar Isaac gets it, then yeah, so be it. It's not, I'm not gonna. I I don't think I don't I think I just want it to be an actor who can pull it off. Yeah. Um, and I think Marvel clearly have an idea what age they were going to go and yes probably oliver jackson cohen sounded a little bit young a bit on the young the side other people that read for the part yeah yeah 
um, that we know of. So um, I think it's, it'd be interesting, but like I'm not going to turn down having somebody who's an incredible actor absolutely play the part. Yeah, for yeah. sure. We'll see. We'll see what what the, the other stuff. Like I said, everyone's going to have different views of. Yep. Oh, it's not but, gonna uh, it's not gonna please everyone. That's for sure. So no, and we're we're way off. So but yeah, yeah and please lots of topless shots. Yeah, um, and Chad as well. Uh, happy to happy to see Oscar in there. I'm pretty sure we've definitely yeah. Like I really liked him in Ex Machina. Mm, yeah. Um, what was it? There was this other show I saw him in, and he just Age of Apocalypse. A... Oh no, Mojave. Okay. That's what it was. And he oh, played yeah. this unhinged guy oh. from the desert. Oh. And he, it was just bonkers. Like, I really liked him. Okay. He's, um, and then he's also very good at playing very restrained, like was the one he did the TV show about the businessman. Anyway, he's very oh. good at, like, he can just play lots of different roles. And okay. And that's kind that's of what we need. Exactly. That's what you want. Uh, and he brings a, a, a quite And high... his physicality does actually suggest... Could have been a mercenary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, no, yeah. It, would, uh, it would be good. Um, I'm just going to throw in as well, just a little back uh, about Budapest as well. There have been speculation and, and chatting amongst, um, I'm not sure if you heard about potential connections with Black Widow and Hawkeye. They do mention Budapest uh, in the MCU. Uh, it's a bit of a, you know, a bit of a, a yeah, slight connection. Yeah, I think just because he's filming that, I doubt very much yeah. they'll say, hi, we're at Budapest. Yeah, true. Do you true. know what I mean? Yeah, like, it could be a... using Budapest uh, yes, to, to, uh, to take the part of anywhere in Europe. Yes, yeah. It's like um, they film lots of various Marvel films in Prague. Yeah. I don't think they've been like, hi, we're in Prague. Yeah, true. Yeah, exactly. No, no, so, that, that's... But, I mean, it, it's so cool. Yeah, um, I mean, there'll be a nice little connection because uh, mercenary soldier days or whatever. Um, yeah, may possibly. I don't know. I don't know. Thoughts, Chad, on that? Is that just like a whimsical thing? That uh, probably is. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't there something about Falcon and Winter Soldier dropping in in Budapest? Oh, okay. I could be wrong, but... In the upcoming show, or...? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, possibly. Very, very possible. So, I mean, that could tie it into it. I, you know, so, yeah, psh. Well, I guess, again, we're a long way off. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. Um, and finally, as well, this this article mentions that filming will begin early next year, 2021. And they go on to say, because Oscar Isaac wraps HBO's scenes from a marriage, uh, which he'll be filming uh, this month. Uh, and uh, it's, it's capped off with Jeremy Slater will serve as showrunner on Moon Knight with Muhammad Dyer uh, set to direct all six episodes. So... I guess we get a number. I think a lot of people... I mean, that was kind of bandied about before anyway, six episodes. And isn't that what WandaVision and... I think they all are. I think they're all, they aiming, all, six, they all yeah. aim to be between six and eight or something. And most of yeah. them are rumoured to be six. But I think there's one that's rumoured to be eight. But I'm not okay. going to commit to it because I may not remember rightly. I kind of like but, it because um, it's, it's kind of like a, a, a six-issue arc <laughs> on the comic. Um, I like it because it's yeah. It, yeah it, I I just like them knowing what their run at length is and being able to plan for that yeah. and whether it's six or it's eight. Mm-hmm. It, eight suggests that a six suggests there won't be too much flab. Yep. 
Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll have to wait. There you go, loonies. That is news. Again, nothing like Disney or Marvel have confirmed any of this, but discussing film, um, I don't know, Chad or Rebecca, do you know if that website, discussing film, is, is credible, at least? Or I don't know if you've come I across think it. There is, I think they're as credible as most of the gossip sites. Well, I mean, do you know hopefully... What I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm not... No, no, I mean as the ones that tend to have the yeah, it's yeah. 90% likely okay. stuff that has either been guessed or is being banded around from one to the other. Yeah, and it's like not they like we got this covered. Stories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not we got this covered or bounding into comics or whatever. Like, it's, yeah. not, it's not one of the comics Katie ones. Okay, good, good. Um, Excellent. Well, the, I mean, it's also not variety. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, th- those are the two bits of news for this past week. Loonies, I'm hoping that kind of whets your your appetite, keeps things up vibe and interesting for for Moon Knight ahead. Um, anyway, uh, I don't know, let's uh, we should get into the comic book review that we're all here for. But before that, why don't we just go to a quick break? Um, let's get ourselves ready, and Loonies will be right back after a, um, a few messages from some fellow podcasters. See you soon. Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch. Yes, welcome back, loony listeners. You are listening to Into the Night, the Moon Knight podcast. This is episode 173, and you are with Ray, hello, uh, Rebecca, and Chad. And we are here to review... <laughs> hello, Rebecca, sorry, I did give you some space to, to say hello to the loony listeners. Um, <laughs> uh, and we're here for our Lunapic Modern Run review. Uh, now, as always, for listeners that... Um, have listened or actually for listeners that haven't listened to this before what we'll generally do is we'll go through just the the credits uh we'll go through a synopsis or what we like to call a bare bones it gives you a, a a gist of what this issue is about and what we will be discussing uh and we'll cap it off with a um Oh, and, and sorry, we will talk about it, uh, ranging from writing, art, themes, characterizations, and references to any other runs, if uh, if applicable. And then we'll cap that off with a moon rating. So we have two rating systems. We have a, the vanilla rating based on the phases of the moon, or we have the patented pending Connishu's rating system. Um, so Rebecca, Chad, and I will be... <laughs> so you're, gonna, you're going for Connors? You know I'm going for Connors. I don't understand yours, right? <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm waiting. For, I'm just still waiting for the big ten out of ten, and someone uses this Connors thing. I, I know Chad, it's it's in there, you know, for you somewhere. Like there's an issue coming up. Oh, you know which run to get me on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I should actually. I should just like yeah. I should kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. manipulate it. And... Onto which, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Just to hear the rating. Um, yeah. Well, if you remember, Ray, I actually gave a ten out of ten in the past. You d- you did, yeah. It, it has spotlight number three. Yes, it, it's um, yeah, it's not like it hasn't happened um before, but it's just it's not not often enough. So, so uh yeah, we'll uh oh yeah, I mean Connor and I as well. We we gave I think Lemire's run. 
think we were going. I think Lemire's rough, but when we were talking about that back in the day. Back in the day, we were going twelve back out of in ten. The day, there was a lot of ten. Oh, there but was, you know what? Yeah. That was probably before the rating system. That's true. That's true. Before Connor. Yeah, I think since the rate. Yeah, yeah, because before we had the rating system, we would just just do. We were just like willy nilly. But that's also when we were doing the Lemire run, so like we we all loved it. So yeah. a lot of nine point fives and ten. <laughs> exactly, and a lot more exceeding that as well. I, I do remember. Yeah. Uh, as for the correct, <laughs> yeah. you know, twelve out. Oh my god, it's so good. Fifteen out of ten. <laughs> it's like you yeah, know, yeah. We go a bit crazy, but uh, you know, we, we're trying to try to add some some uh, some maths to it. Um, <laughs> now, uh, Rebecca, what do we have for credits for this issue that we're doing? For Moon Knight Volume Six, Number Nine, released in March 2012, the heady days. Mm. Writer Brian Michael Bendis. Don't Ooh. we know it? Penciler Alex Maleev. Colorist Matt Hollingsworth. Letterer Corey Petit. Corey Pettit. Corey Pettit, probably. And editor Stephen Wacker. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's available in floppy mm-hmm. digital on Marvel Unlimited, which is also digital, and in a hard copy, uh, hard cover. Yes, because Bendis gets a lot of his comics out in hardcover he does doesn't he and and this was actually released sorry rebecca yeah he does i was, I was yeah. just humming ah uh, yeah he, and he does uh this was released twice in hardcover um so once um with six in two volumes like um one to six and then seven to twelve and then more recently it was re-released as a, a hardcover in its entirety of all 12 issues so um if you it's a nice way to buy it if it you is want it. It's it's short enough to actually, you know. Yeah, yeah. Not... I, twelve twelve issue hardcovers are pretty sweet. They're good. Yeah, it's not like an omni. I find omnibus omnibuses yeah. pretty hard to read. I, I must say. They they look great on the shelf. They do. They're almost impossible to read. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They actually deter me from. Re- it's unfortunate, they deter me from reading them because they're just a little bit too big and bulky. But anyway, um, thank you, Rebecca, uh, Chad, and we do have the bare bones. Uh, courtesy of Wiki. So if you would please do the honours, my good sir. Absolutely. Using the plasma shield that Buck created, Mark protects himself and Echo from Nefaria's attack raids. Moon Knight quickly throws the shield to distract Nefaria and rush Maya to safety. On the rooftops, Mark runs along the building edge to avoid Nefaria's raids but he is still blown off the edge. In a clutch moment, Mark uses web slingers that Buck created for Mark to slow his fall. Now on the streets, Nefaria hovers over Mark as he tries to run. Nefaria swoops down, releasing his rays, but Moon Knight blocks the attack once again in his shield, but this time, he grounds Nefaria to the floor with uh, webbing him down. Maya enters to strike. Nefaria releases himself to attack Maya, but Mark slings him once more to hold him back and allow a car to collide with him. The two now simultaneously attack, and Moon Knight releases the Wolverine Claws to cut Nefaria's neck. Mark is hesitant to kill Nefaria, which gives the Count the opportunity to break away. Maya tries to keep him down, but unleashes a ray that pierces Maya in the chest. The Wolverine within Mark is enraged and kills the Captain America and Spider-Man personalities. 
I didn't see that in the pages at all. No, I don't remember that either. But when we only oh, when we uh, get back to that. Yeah. Only listening to Logan and Moon Knight becomes unleashed. Yeah. And slight edit. Um, there was no plasma shield. It was a zero point energy shield. Yes, good pick. Godzilla fans might understand that. Oh, mm-hmm. Nice one, Chad. You've just you know upped the uh, the, the the credit, <laughs> um, um, credibility of, of this uh, review thing. That's cool. So, as it, what is a zero point energy? Um, that sounds pretty cool. Uh, good pick up, Chad. And and I might as well just start off anyway. Oh, you know what? He does kill them. He does at the end. Yeah. Well, I, I thought he. Other I, I thought he killed Cap. I didn't know if he killed Spider Man, but yeah, he. No, you just see him pull his claws on Spider Man, but I think it's implied. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean that that was one of the big things for me in this issue, that kind of thing. Um, but we'll, we'll get to that as well. I mean, but first off, Chad. Yeah. Um, I guess overall, what, what did you make of this issue? Um. I'm kind of bitter about this run and it just kind of comes to a head at this single issue where just having these multiple personalities that aren't a part of him, they're, you know, strange, like I said before, amalgamations of himself and these other heroes, they just don't sync very well. Okay. And it just kind of proves its point here. He can't listen to any of them and he's stuck in limbo. And causes Echo to die. Yeah, well, th- this is certainly a, a big issue for the whole kind of story. Uh, interesting, interesting points. Uh, I'd love to get into that when we uh, when we share. Uh, Rebecca, how about you overall? Uh, what did you think of this? Yeah, I'm I'm not bitter about this one, but I don't love it. Mm-hmm. I think it's um, I don't think the Cap Spider-Man Wolverine thing work. I don't think they are as interesting as. Jake Lockley, Jake Lockley and Stephen Grant and Mark Spector as characters um, and Konshu. I think so. I, I don't think they equate to the character. I, I think it's it, it's intrinsically for me, Bendis reading a character very differently from I've ever read it and not actually adding anything to me, just annoying me. Mm. And, and with this issue, um, I think Chad's right. It does come to a head in this issue because you also get the, oh, and now I'm going to have each of their powers. Yeah. And you're like, mm, really? Like, I mean, I it's, I don't know. It's just like, there's things like, like, I don't hate it. Yeah. But I'm just like, I just wouldn't care if I'd never read it either. Yeah. No. Like, I don't think it adds anything. And the the whole, I think there's an interesting point to be made there. But if you can't um, make a decision yourself because you're listening to other voices, then you do sometimes become the person who does nothing and at least to somebody else dying but i just don't i don't think i i don't buy that i don't buy it like he i just it it doesn't carry me along but yeah. it's nice to look at beautiful yeah. art <laughs> well you can't fault it for the art for sure yeah. um look yeah you know, surprise surprise I, I probably take a little bit more of a, a lenient <laughs> lenient uh edge to it uh the, the way i see it as well i mean of course at this stage, it's issue nine. It's a given that Bendis has... He's kind of turned the tables a bit on Moon Knight for me. So he's got these three identities. Fair enough. You know, they're not... And I agree with you, Rebecca, as well. Jake, Stephen, and Mark are far better, far superior, but we're stuck with these characters. Um, what I feel Bendis does in this issue for these characters, for these these toys that he's actually started to use in his sandbox, I feel that they're, they're 
they used i felt that that they were kind of effectively used in the sense that we now get a conflict between them uh with the 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 showcase of the weaponry uh, we actually start to actually see them more actively involved in it rather than just be these apparitions um uh, you know just barking at at mark's um in mark's ear or just kind of trying to influence yeah. him so i think i just wish you know like i just wish he could use his powers yeah, uh, yeah, and unfortunately, you know, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. we're not going to get that. Yeah, in here, yeah. which um, I guess I think I've just kind of made peace with that, and I'm just okay. Well, let's see what we're rolling with. We're rolling with Wolvie Cap and and Spider Man, and uh, I don't yeah. know. I think the introduction with um, uh, with the the shield and and getting into the description of it, how it's it's not the Cap Shield, but it is a, as Chad points out a zero point um. Uh, sorry, is it a zero point energy shield? Energy shield, which yeah. we have seen in in uh, Cap using comics, which is pretty cool. But it was good to get into that kind of detail of it. I thought that was cool. I thought also um, the fact that Shield reverse engineered Spider Man's webbing. I thought that was a cool touch because if you think about yeah, it, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and if you think about it, it's like of course it. You know, for any geek out there that know that an hour is the lifespan um, of the webbing before it dissolves. So you know, you can conceivably see a shield agent grab a bit of webbing before it goes and 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 uh, yeah, easily and do something with it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then, of course, the again the Wolverine claws—it's not adamantium, but again, Bendis goes into detail of uh, it, it has a higher pressure tolerance or something than your forearm, so it is strong. It, it's uh, it's actually stronger than your forearm. Um, so it's it's basically it is an effective weapon and we see all of them used in the fight with um count nefaria and and basically this is yeah. a throwdown it's basically moon knight v count nefaria um and it's it's pretty cool that he uses them i i think uh but yeah i totally agree that this is this isn't moon knight um but it's 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 fun in that sense i guess yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um yeah i mean it's it's not it's not as bad as i remembered it being so yeah, me too. I may not have had the, you know. Yeah, I, I guess it's because there was such a, I mean, and he, it's such a huge statement to to take away those identities of Mark Spector and and not even actually acknowledge any of the. Do we get? We don't get any of the conchu. There's no conchu. No aspect no, to it at just, all. Um, so it's it's just it's it's very odd to me. Yeah, it's literally a guy. Yeah, it's a guy with multiple personality that has taken on Spider-Man, Captain America, and Wolverine. Um, mm-hmm. And the fact that at the end as well, that um, Chad, as you're saying, um, that these personalities come into conflict, I, you know, I thought that was pretty cool. I was I was likening that akin to, say, when um, in Bemis's run, when Lockley goes behind Stephen Grant. I love it when these alters kind of... You know they fight internally, uh, and and Lemire did that as well. I like I like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are the bits that are interesting to yeah. me. Um, it's just they're just really interesting picks to me because mm. I, I, it's, it's a very Bendis like it just feels like Bendis twisting something oh. that he wants to do rather than it all fitting organically. Rather than you see it and you think, oh, actually that's an interesting one. Yes, you know, like if one of them had been Punisher, like instead of Wolverine. Yeah. Oh, that would have been a lot um, better. <laughs> right. So, but you see what I mean? It's like, so I'm trying to think of, of which could have been the other ones. Yeah. But like, you know, because there's plenty of of uh, billionaires, but, yeah, I, you know, like, 
maybe iron fist yeah. even for that oh. right uh yeah, I mean, just like there's just some very interesting, like, and it just seems like they're weird picks to me, and they mm. seem to be ones that maybe he wanted to write. Yeah, and that was his way into writing them a bit. They're not horribly done. It just doesn't. It just it's like reading something that just it's like it's just out. It's more than even just an alternate universe. It's just that I don't understand. Yeah. So you're always struggling with that the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. Totally. Totally get it. Um. Yeah, uh, so you're similar in that thinking as well, Chad. It really did rub up the wrong way. I'm just not that enthused with this specific like issue. Yep. There's mm-hmm. tons of like redeemable factors in the other ones, but this is just congratulations. This is the fault in this writing. Mm. And so, what was the the fault was um, the fact that from what you're saying that Bendis was showing that these personalities were meant to work, but they don't in this issue. Sorry, I'm just bitter about it. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's fair enough. No, of course. Um, No, definitely. It's, it's always interesting to have different takes on it. And I know a lot we, we all know a lot of loonies um, don't really like this series at all. Uh, But like you, Rebecca as well. I mean, when I did, reread this it's i don't know maybe it's just more forgiving because you know what you're going to expect i can only imagine yeah i think it's that and also like i always want to know like for anyone if this was like their first moon night Mm, and then they went back and read the others yes like that i always think that'd be interesting like is it because we've already got our view of him yeah um because it probably makes a lot more sense if it's somebody's first run and yeah. then they go back and they go, oh, actually, this is at, this is what's normally done with him. Yeah, it would be weird, wouldn't it? Imagine that. The shoe on the, yeah. o- the other foot. It's like, hang on, where's Spider-Man? Where's Captain America? It's like, no, no, no. You never really have. But it's it. even like, at least then they know, they've at least got the idea that there's other personalities. And they're just, I, I don't know. It's just an interesting thing. Yeah. I think I'm going to, well, I might have to just double, double check. I think John from TV Podcast Industries, I think one of the, I think one of the first Moon Knights he's read was the Bendis run. Um, There's definitely someone that I know who this was their first run. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be very interesting to, because actually I know John uh, enjoyed the arc. He, he thought it was, it was decent, but I'm wondering, mm-hmm. you know, how it, it's kind of factored in if it was his first exposure to Moon Knight. That, that is quite yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with writing then, I guess, did anyone get a, a sense of a lot of Bendisy speak? I don't know. I think I did a little bit with Mark Spector and Buck. Um, yeah. And also, why is he called Buck? Yeah. Like, why does he have to have a sidekick that's, like, almost Bucky? <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Like, I like his surname. How so many names he could have picked. Yeah, I know. I know Buck Lime. It's got a pretty cool ring, but yeah, yeah. No, tell you, it does. Tuck, tuck a line. But I tuck kept a line thinking would be cool. Bucky. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. I know you can't not think of the association with um, yeah. with Bucky, especially if you've got Captain America as one of your personalities. Yeah, you might right, as well. And like, I, like, I do like the ex Shield agent. It's a smart person to go to, Mark. Yeah, yeah, smart. Um, yeah, yeah uh, I do like that little exchange at the beginning, the very beginning. It makes Mark Spector look really stupid 
when Buck's going, look, you're you're not an Avenger. Yeah, yeah, I am. No, no, you're not. Yeah, I am. I'm I'm a secret <laughs> Avenger. Secret. Uh, Avenger. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was I thought that was a nice little joke. It's a bit undeceiving, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, it just really made him look ridiculous there. So a little bit's there, but I I agree there was a. There and was... also the wanting the Captain America shield because it's cool. Yeah, that was very Bendisy. That was very Bendisy. Oh, yeah. yeah, I had to roll my eyes at that as well. At least he acknowledged. Yeah. At least he acknowledged it and goes, "What? Are you a six-year-old?" <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no, that was funny. Really. But yeah, I mean, but why? He would not just want it because it looks cool. I don't know. Anyway. No, he's got a cool cape and like you know, know. Moon Knight dagger things. Exactly. Um, I thought Count Nefaria was was pretty pretty good in it i mean he's pretty he hasn't got much of a role they've actually regurgitated a lot of the stuff which i've said previously again we hear that he's toe-to-toe with the avengers and he's fought thor to a standstill i mean that's kind of like on repeat but yeah uh he i got vibes of i got vibes of kind of like homelander because because of his um you know eye rays and his flight and speed and stuff um but yeah, I thought he was done okay. Uh, Echo didn't really have much of a say in this issue as well. Um, but she... no, and she took. Ta- there's not a lot of talking. No. And no. No. Um, yeah, but I did think the the action scenes were. I mean, I did think the fight itself was pretty cool. I mean, it, it did run it the whole course of literally the issue. Uh, so it wasn't one of those more. You know how, like in some modern comics now. You don't you don't get too much fighting. It's kind of like um, incidental. Whereas this this time it was really kind of the focus of the of the issue, uh, especially with the uses of of seeing you know the Captain America shield and the web and uh, and the Wolverine yeah. claws. Yeah. But it did feel very much like uh, this is us creating the power. Oh, now we'll go, we'll go to the fight as he uses the power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it did. Um, it's a very mechanical issue in that way. It's just, I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing very wrong with that because they all have expert, you know, like they have big, big trunches yeah. of exposition in them. But this one was kind of like, oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, it was. It was kind of like, this is the backstory to it, and now you see it in action. There it is. Um, and it was like one, two, yeah. three, like the big hits. And it's because most of the dialogue for huge bits of the fight is just the personalities talking yes yeah yeah and what did you think of the personalities talking as well do you think bendis got the voices to the three right i mean he should have the spider-man voice right i mean he he, has written spider-man i I think they weren't too bad i Mm. think um wolverine seemed very gung-ho violent i don't know if he's always that way yeah um and cat was a little bit good cop yeah, um, yeah. I wonder if that. Yeah. Well, you know, it was interesting to have some sort of narration. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and I wonder though if it, it's also like Mark's impression of those characters. That's why, because yeah, I got that vibe of Wolverine being very like that's. It's kind of him generally, like you know, he's just seen as this kind of yeah. animalistic. But he, you know, there's a few more layers to him than that. Same, similar yeah, with Captain yeah. America, but I feel maybe Mark's mind is. This is how he yeah, sees Yeah, which them. is why I don't really have... I don't have a, a huge quibble with, with them being very yeah in their lanes. Yeah. Chad, what did you think of um, of dialogue, particularly with these characters? Any... Um... Um, well, when it comes to Cap, it seems really one-dimensional, and I think that's, like you said, 
yeah pretty you know indicative of how he views cap yep um wolverine no no i'm just i feel like wolverine despite who you are to him you know he has a lot more sides than just yeah i think freaking out for no reason yeah like i think even mark can appreciate that even if he's only passing him yeah usually the most violent combatants are yeah they're that way for a reason yeah yeah i'd agree i think it's more the way he was carrying on wolverine like the the personality is more like i don't know someone who's way more maniacal like you know bullseye or something um um yeah yeah so i think you know i think that was kind of a bit off i I think spidey was pretty cool um but he had the yeah yeah, i mean he was kind of middle ground wasn't he you can't go too wrong yeah he's suggests running away a lot and um (laughs) you know make the odd joke and get on with it that's it yeah yeah and just being the mediator look just call the avengers you know don't don't do anything just you know yeah um i did like aspect wise character wise of moon knight though and and I have raised this a lot with Moon Knight, how he just doesn't care about the, th- the level of threat that he's up against. And again, I think that's pretty cool mm-hmm. how he's up against Nefaria, who's way more powerful than him. So I'm kind of glad he has at least the shield, the claws and the webs, because I, yeah. I don't know yeah. how he would have survived <laughs> with, with without them. Um, but also as well, what I found was pretty funky. I thought it was pretty good in Bendis' writing, because um, he makes you kind of believe that uh, Nefari is really powerful, so keep your distance. Da, da 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 da. But at the end, we find Mark's plan all along was to get up close, which you know, with the claws. Um, so you're kind of led to believe once Nefari gets him around the neck, you're kind of thinking, "Oh, stupid Moon Knight, what have you done? You're not meant to." The guy can like snap your neck in two seconds. Um, yeah. But we find that yeah, that then then we get the reveal of you know the description of the claws and stuff, and you kind of as you read it, you go, ah, oh, okay, he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna stab him. Um, so he's gonna be stabby. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I, th- I thought that you know that worked well. Um, and whether or not it was a plan on, I don't know, but it was, I thought it was pretty good. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, back to the sort of cap characterization. Would he really be the one that says we do not kill? I mean, yeah, he was I know. World Cap has killed a lot of people. I, I mean, he's killed a lot of people. Yeah, it's just like it just seems like you're right. Like that's how maybe that's how he thinks Mark feels about Cap. But yes, that Cap would argue. But like mm, most people know Cap's origin, and it's like yeah, he's a soldier. He, like I know. Them, he's, he's a he's yeah. the one who couldn't really be like I've never killed anyone. I know like Batman here, like, you know. Yeah, who would be who would be the Marvel character? It would be Spider Man, wouldn't it? Or, or Daredevil, really? You'd have Daredevil. Yeah, so, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but um, yeah, no, that's true. Uh, Don't think anyone's yeah. really anti killing, like no. Spider Man. Spider, yeah, he'd web them up. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And so we get the almost um, behind it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, what was that, Chad? Almost autos behind it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, in which case, then, kill. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then so we we get uh, the the seemingly the death of Echo here. Well, she's, she's pretty much severely injured, um, which is a big... Look, this is probably the most 
the biggest moment I think that's happened in the nine issues so far. Um, I'm saying yeah. that uh, Rebecca, you, you've read those nine more recently. Oh, it's been a while since I read. I mean, her punching Mark in the face was pretty. Cool. Oh, that was pretty. Yeah, yeah, was yeah like... that was <laughs> just literally just beating him up. Um, yeah. Yeah, but she she gets kind of done here, which uh, I, I guess is is a as Chad you you mentioned. I thought I thought it was actually a good um, a good bit of writing in the fact that there's there's unrest within the the identities and that's led to to a huge consequence um but that also actually leads into mark or mark going just ape crazy and potentially killing nefaria on the last page with his claws um you know which i gotta say that last page is really nice looking it is good Mm -hmm. yeah with the torn cape and everything yeah um yeah so uh, I don't know. I had some other some other thoughts on this, but can't... I mean, he doesn't look like he's actually. He does look like he's launched himself over Nefaria, <laughs> but <laughs> it's a beautiful page. He's kind of, he's <laughs> it doesn't, a, doesn't look practical. He's but kind it of is beautiful. Mi- he missed the target. He's, it he's... frames the moon, though. I mean, yeah, yeah it's beautiful. Frames the moon and yeah. the building. I mean, look, the art throughout is gorgeous. The paneling's gorgeous. The colouring's gorgeous. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of really, really good things in terms of how it looks. Mm. Yeah, I mean, how many full moons have there been when Mark goes for a big, full-on <laughs> hero pose? It just always happens to be a full moon. It's, a, it's um. Maybe that's his power. <laughs> uh, a secret power. I can summon the moon to make me look good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, you're right about the art. There are some good bits. I, I'd like... There's a couple of pages... Once Echo gets shot, a couple of panels of you see Mark's face through the black uh, mask, and Malia yeah. just shows you the the imprint of the the nose and the mouth as he kind of screams. I guess he's um, very taken aback by what's happened. Um, there's some though, some things with the art. I see. I don't know. Again, I'm looking at one uh, panel here with Mark and his identities: um, Spider-Man, Wolfie, and Cap. It looks like it's been pasted over the background. Um, there's a definite, I don't know, the inconsistency with the colouring. I don't know if that's come up on your on your copies as well, or if that's intentional. But it really looks, yeah, it really looks like it's just been copied and pasted over the the background. Um, so. It's- kind of thinking about that earlier because mm. there's this one scene where uh no oh, echo is facing mark and says you know he has a point mm. talking yeah. about nefaria and that didn't make sense to me because you know she's deaf oh yeah and yeah. how would yeah. she be able to know what oh he's yes yeah so, there are so many breaks in the her being deaf yeah and not being not being in line of sight to lip read yeah in, so, in this whole series, so which I mean, like, I just, but, sorry, Chad. I think that when it comes to these moments where she's facing the wrong direction, but lit also differently, like here in that one scene, she would be casting a shadow over her visible face because of all that fire. Yeah, yeah, the lighting is way so, off. Yeah. I think it's just like trying to show that she's actually in a different pose, but addressing it, I don't know. I think they're just trying to show more sides of the field of view 
than what would be seen from that angle. Yeah, so not realistic, but just just artistic license. Is that what you mean? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, basically. yeah. Um, I think so too. I think you're being very, um, <laughs> very kind there, Chad. Uh, but no, I, I think yeah. I mean, for sure. Like, if you, I didn't notice it, but you're right. That thing with Nefaria, even Mark's face is in shadow, and then Echoes isn't. Um, it, it's it's quite inconsistent in that regard. Um, but I mean, overall, I mean, we're talking about Malieve here. He's, he's, you know, he knows. He's he's a good he's a good artist for sure. There's no doubt about that. But uh, you know, we we just like to pick on some of the little things. Um, you know, that's what that's what we're here to do. Yeah. yeah. So um, we're here to be jerks. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, also, with with Echo, I do like the fact that thankfully there's a little bit of a payoff that she's got the vibranium staff now because we saw that in the previous issue mm-hmm. um, Buck gives that to her but she gets to use it against Nefaria um, interestingly enough Chad I remember in our last review uh, which they didn't utilise because in the handbook of the Marvel Universe apparently Nefaria uh, has a weakness towards adamantium like he gets sick around it so it's it's interesting that they hadn't used that um, that would have been a pretty cool tool to use but she's got vibranium it seems to do some uh, some some damage, um, significant damage okay. to him. So that that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of the fights quite visually awesome to look at. Like he lifts a car, he throws it at Moon Knight, all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, any other any other points um, anyone would like to raise on? Any of the writing art themes characterized? What is the theme for this? The theme's basically, I think what we, we touched upon it, about, you know, if you're not in harmony, then things go wrong. Is that is that right? Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, I think this is, it's, it's positioned, what, three quarters way of the way into the series, so this is the big fight. Yeah, so, this definitely so works. Which means yeah. There's not so much plotting. The True. big plot point is yeah. that, that she dies and that Mark's gone like feral and yeah, it's got to have um, that big beat of of there being something yeah, big happening. But that means yeah. there's not really anything yeah, yeah. of any much consequence outside of that. So yeah, well, I guess the question is then that does I mean, and that we're left hanging with this at the very end is is Mark going to succumb to just this one identity and I guess lose lose it? I guess I mean. Because Wolverine's seen as the most loose of the of the personalities, so yeah, I guess that's that's probably about it. Sure, looks that way. Yeah. Any other comments here, Chad? Before we go to a um, a rating. Huh? Well, if we're going to be talking about you know meeting here, I guess you could go ahead and say that Master Splinter was right. Yep. Yeah. Not planning is a plan for failure. Ah. <laughs> well, yeah, definitely. Um, for sure. Well, speaking of which, has anyone read Last Ronin? Just want to... <laughs> no. No. Uh... I have. Is it, it good? good? Okay, don't spoil it. It's got... really good, man. I've got a digital... No spoilers. Yeah, it, it was next to impossible to get it. Um that really short print run, right? Um, 
So yeah. I think it's coming in December, second printing. But yeah, Rebecca, I yeah. don't know if you've yeah. Apparently, it's really good. Like so, uh, I heard. Yeah, I heard it was. I mean, I can't say I've ever collected TMNT or wasn't really into them at all. But I think this is no. A nice... I, you know, I'm, I I'd like to, but I haven't read any. Yeah, I have the first three volumes. I just oh. Well, I think this one's a nice. Apparently, it's a nice door doorway or you know gateway. Yeah, to, yeah. For people who I, are interested, I, you yeah. only ever hear good things about it. So yeah. Uh, so I guess we get to um to some rating that ratings then. Uh, who would like to go first? Um, I think Rebecca would. Okay, excellent. Thanks for I'm, volunteering, I'm Rebecca. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a, a five. You get, half the moon half the, in Connor's oh. rating. And look, half moon in your rating as well. Yes. Uh, and that's mostly for the art. <laughs> I was about to say that's a little disappointing. I mean, Connor's ratings are great, but I think out of all of 10, Connor's, 10 ratings, I know, Connor's 5 is the least interesting. Sorry. Yeah. But no, that's okay. I was going to go for a 6, but then I was like... I, I just think about some of the other comics I might give a six, and this one was literally just yeah, not pointless to me. But it's just—it's not awful. It's just not great either. Yeah. So it's just—it very much is a sort of halfway point for me. No, that's that's fair enough as well. And we've we've given plenty of getting small moons as well, so it's good to get something a little different. Um, so there you go, half the moon for Rebecca Chad. How about you? Out of ten, what would you give Moon Knight Volume Six Issue Nine? I'd give it a telephone moon, or you know, a Ooh. waxing crescent. Okay, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna put telephone moon in because it's four. Yeah, yeah, because telephone moon's cool. That sounds cool. I'd like to get into the mind of Connor, just understand where these come <laughs> from. Telephone moon. That's <laughs> funny because no idea where that one comes from. Yeah, <laughs> he's just Bless. he's looking at like a crescent moon, going, "Yeah, it's like a telephone receiver. Looks a bit like a phone, yeah. yeah why not? Um, all right, so that's a four. My gosh, uh, and I am going to give it. Uh, I'll stick with Connors as well. I'm going to give it a solid round boy. I've given it a seven. It's it's kind of up there a bit more. Uh, I don't know how that plays out with other runs of Moon Knight, but certainly I think. Uh, in relation to the nine issues of this Brian Michael Bendis run so far, I I, I enjoyed it um, a lot more than than some of the others. Um, I felt it um, since it's a since it's basically a, a throwdown between two. I think it's it can really be seen a red standalone if if you wish kind of thing. You know, there, mm-hmm. there's one big event in it. Um, there were a few other issues before. I can't remember which ones, but they certainly seemed like you entered in halfway through something and you left, you know, before it ended because it was mm-hmm. just a part of a, of a greater whole. This, for me, had a bit more of a, a closure to it. Um, you know, having said that, you know, Echo dying and, and Moon Knight hanging in the air on the last page. But, uh, yeah, so I, I, I give it a seven, a solid round boy. So that's... Um, that's pretty cool. So, what are we? Nine, sixteen, five, five and a, five and a third is the average mark. Um, there you go, loonies. So five point three, five point three yeah, out of ten. That's okay. 
Uh, 5.3, it's made the, the halfway mark, <laughs> so uh, and it's just scraped through. So uh, if you haven't read it, um, by all means, please do. Don't, um, don't just take our words for it. I mean, we do uh, like to voice our own personal opinions. Uh, go check it out yourself, see what you think, uh, and let us know as well. There's a, a discussion thread in, uh, on all the social platforms if you want to, um, if you want to chime in with your thoughts. Uh, just speaking of which as well, oh my gosh, I am just, we didn't get much feedback. I'm just going to do it now in our night lines for this. There was only one, uh, and I'm just going to pull it up now. It was on Instagram, uh, and I don't want to get this wrong, so I'm just going to quickly find it. Uh, and it comes from, uh, there you go, no, uh, one moment... It comes from oh, Mathis on Tristan. I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, this was the run that really got me into Moon Knight. I loved everything about it. So thank you, Mathis. You see, and that's the important thing. Is yeah. that, like you know, um, you know, we're, I'm guessing that for people who didn't know any Moon Knight before, this was an accessible way into the character. Oh, of course, yeah. You've got the three. You know, so... Yeah. That's why I don't want to slam it, slam it. It's just, uh, and it is gorgeous art, which really helps. Yeah, no, for sure. And and you've got, I mean, th- there's always the talk of Bendis obviously using the three like three big names in Marvel to kind of put mm-hmm. the bums on seats. So uh, it's great that you have Spidey and Wolverine and Captain America there. So for people who are unfamiliar with Moon Knight, you kind of eased into it a bit with them at least kind of being there. But yeah, no, thank you, uh, Matisse. On Tristan for that, that was um, that was really good. So that was on Instagram. Um, so yeah, there you go, loonies. Um, that wraps it up. As I said, nightlines. That was the only a bit of feedback we got. Spectacle wise, uh, Rebecca. Now before uh, I go to any shout outs or any plugs that you'd like to do, uh, I'd like to just shout out the one that we're kind of doing, which I think will yeah. be released before this episode is released. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so both of us, we're on uh, the Last Sons of Krypton, a Superman podcast. We're on the next episode, and uh, you and I, Rebecca, we and along with Connor, we wrap up the the rest of Secret Identity. Superman Secret yes. Identities. Um, yeah, parts. No secret identity. Secret identity. Sorry, part three and four. Yeah. Uh, part three and four. Yeah. Yeah. Which my choice. Which is very random for a Superman podcast to have me choosing well, 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 it. It's been a very, it's been highly wormed my way in. <laughs> it's been it's been highly enjoyable, Rebecca. I can't say I um. Uh, I really like it. So yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad you're reading it. It's really good. Yeah, and um, we'll get into those last two chapters in our next episode, which should drop early in the yeah. week. Uh, other than that, Rebecca, any other uh, plugs that you'd like to give? Um, I'm doing a DCAU podcast, mm. so we're going through all of the DC's animated content. And hey, that's I've a lot of good seen... stuff. Yeah. yeah, and I've not seen most of it before. So, uh, and yeah, so fantastic. And go see what I think, and hear me moan about how often Batman's in it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I actually just recently listened to your your recent episode of Sons of the Dragon, Immortal Iron Fist podcast. So you had oh yeah, that one as well. Oh, gosh, I should 
yeah, yeah. Immortals Iron Fist of the Dragon. Yeah, you had a, a special guest on there, which was really cool to hear. Yeah. Um, Omar. And Omar. Our website. Yeah, Fantastic. Facebook page. Yeah, he's, he's and, uh, sounds like he's really into his... Got to celebrate a new Iron Fist run coming in January. Yeah. That'd be good. Chad, are you, are you, have you got eyes set on that as well? Are you an Iron Fist fan? I'm not opposed to it. If it's a good run, I'll mm. probably be down for it. But Larry I Hammer mean... should be a, a classic, one of the old classic writers. There's a David, there's a David Aha Ooh, yeah. cover, which is like my my key important thing at the moment. Oh, that that would be a beautiful cover, far out. Um, yeah. Who's the um? Who's the artist? Did Omar say that the cover artist was a Filipino as well? Uh, yeah, I think so. Mm. I don't know who the artist is. Is that really bad? Oh, any, it uh, might be up and coming, which is good, which is even better. Maybe Justin so? I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, how about you, Chad? Anything? Uh, where can people? Uh, I've got to ask you as well, Rebecca. But where can people? Where can people? Where can people find you or contact you if they so wish? Me, yes. I'm on arbitrary genius on Twitter. Much the main place to find me. Excellent, uh, arbitrary genius. And uh, and Chad, how about you? What's your what's your handle? I know it, but <laughs> well, for Twitter it's Angled Time, mm-hmm. and for Facebook you can find me in the group, just Chad Jernigan. I'm all over the place, so Excellent. you can definitely track me down. Excellent, and we are now recording. We're recording via Discord. So you can also catch um, Chad and Rebecca in and amongst Discord. It's pretty cool. I'm trying to get into it a bit more, Discord. I'm trying to play with Yeah, I've, I'm in a general comics one, which is why I'm around a bit more. Okay. But I very much forget it, and I'm, I'm finding it very hard to keep up with most things. So. Oh, it's hard. Once there are like 100 channels, it's hard to, it's hard to kind of... Yeah. And, and, and that's one server, and then you've got all these other servers. Yeah. Um, but it is fun. I, like, you know, I've been looking at the bots and all that and seeing what it can do. And, and obviously, one of, well, we're recording via Discord now, which is pretty cool, so I like that idea. Mm. Um, but anyway, yeah. Okay. Um, excellent. Well, next phase, loonies, it will be episode 174. Phase of the Moon will be a waxing gibbous, and as Conchu decrees, it will be an other side of the moon. So for those that don't know, that segment means it can be any comic, as long as Moon Knight is in at least one of the panels. <laughs> um, so uh, it doesn't. Necess- it's not his title run. It could be anything from guest appearance to just fleeting appearance. Um, but that will... TBC, we haven't picked one yet, and my guest for that will be Matt Kona from The Quantum Zone. Uh, one of the co-hosts there at Quasar Podcast, and also he does a YouTube video film review of all these horror movies, uh, Yale and Matt Recap on YouTube. So it'll be really fun to get Matt on on the show again. It's been a while. Um, a huge thank you, Rebecca and Chad, for sharing the thoughts on, on this run. Uh, a lot of differing thoughts, which is great. I mean, this is this is what Bendis has, has done. If he set out to do that, then mission accomplished. Well, thanks for having me again. It's been nice to be back. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll catch you tomorrow as well, as well when we record. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, no, it's been great. And uh, yeah, I hope hope to get... I know it's a silly, you know, the silly part of the, the year now as well. Things get busy, but hopefully we can um, tee up something again pretty soon. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Chad, uh, a huge thank you again, my good sir. 
No problem. It's been fun. It has been fun. And Chad and I, we have actually pre-recorded episode 174, which comes out in two weeks. Uh, Nice. uh, Sorry, 175, sorry, which comes out in two weeks. Uh, And Chad and I, we do an audio commentary with another special guest, Alex Robson, from the Spider-Man animated series um, podcast. So that should be a lot of fun. But yeah, a huge thank you, Chad. I'll be catching you around the traps for sure. Uh... Once again, um, if you please consider checking out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash itkmoonnight. You can see the incentives and the extra bonuses on offer there. I uh, would really do appreciate it. Um, but just the fact that you're listening is is a huge, a huge thanks um, and a huge thing for us. So thank you so much for supporting the show in any which way you can. Uh, as mentioned, we're also sponsored by Hello Headphones. Use the code ITKMOONNIGHT and you get 10% off their online store. And Dreamland Comics, our other sponsor, use the code MOON and you get 20% off their online store. A lot of really juicy back issues. Uh, so any Moon Moon Knight comics that you need to, to plug those holes in your collection, go check them out. Uh, we're also affiliate members on Entertainment Earth. Uh, please use the link in our show notes and uh, and that will help prop up the show. And finally, we are part of the collective as well. So great shows out there like Atalan Rising, a comic book podcast, uh, the likes of Capes and Lunatics, uh, as well as <clears throat> Resurrections, the Thanos and Adam Warlock podcast. There's a whole heap of them. They're really good. Go check them out. There's a link in our show notes again that will go to all their shows. Um, but you can also check out them on Twitter at hashtag the collective net. And finally, you can drop us a line on any of the following uh, on email, itkmoonlight at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Discord, as mentioned. Uh, get vocal. We've got a website and also on Podchaser. Uh, we'll, we'll be on any of that. And again, all the links are in the show notes. So without loonies and uh, and without Rebecca and Chad, a, a huge thank you again. May the rest of your weekend be great. Um, and the rest of your week too. And as always, may Conchu watch over the denizens of the night. Catch you later. Moon Knight and affiliated characters, stories and events are properties of Marvel Characters Incorporated. Materials used and discussed within the podcast are intended for critique and review purposes only under the fair dealing concept of the current Copyright Act. The views, information or opinions expressed during the podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of the copyright owners.